because you're not, I guess part of it is you're not thinking about it, right? Um, I guess it, because if you're not talking, then there's no, I guess you're not thinking, you're not expressing it. You, you're just kind of doing it by rote, just by, by that muscle memory. Um, and so, I mean, if we, we think about, um, right, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, and that was a really interesting post, right, that you had, had with the link. And one of the things that, that, that I found fascinating about it is, is I'd, read it, I'd read about it um, right, when I was studying right, my, for my PMP, and, and it's kind of right McGregor's theory and his X and Y and a whole bunch of other stuff, which I forgot myself. Um, and, and, and Maslow's was the same too, right? And I'm like, oh, I'm not going to need this. I mean, it, it's good from a psychology standpoint. I told you, right, in, in that earlier post, I told you I was a terrible student. You know? Um, and so, but, but then there it was, right? All of a sudden, they hit the his Maslow, and then all of a sudden, right, the old kind of cog started spinning and was coming out. And I'm like, oh, type away, and, and yeah, and, and I suddenly kind of like crafted this massive response, you know. So, and I think that that's the thing, um, because I speak to people who, you know, you talk about like as a as a previous classroom teacher you know I've had plenty of students say to me why am I learning this I don't need to learn this what's what's the use of me learning this and, and you know you just you just kind of said it like oh you know I learn all these theories I learn all these you know techniques perhaps and when's the time that they really come into play but having that knowledge um, being able to converse and talk with you know like-minded or, or you know your colleagues and so forth that then leads into other conversations that are really important and, and build and grow and develop. So um, I think that um, education and what we what we learn, you know, whilst it may not always seem as transparent as learning how to read a balance sheet because, you know, um, in business it's very important to know how to, you know, manage your finances and stuff mm -hmm. like that and you don't get taught that so much in say for instance high school or you know that's that that level of education and you need to go and do an, a, a, you know an accounting or economics kind of degree or something like that um i i i think that you know we could learn everything you know there is so much to learn um yeah. but we do need to take some sort of tailored approach to it so in terms of you know are we going down a um you know an arts humanity stream mm -hmm. or um, you know, uh, visual arts or, or or maths or you know whatever whatever language or something like that. So it it to have focus is okay, and it's the same with business. To have a niche kind of area is mm -hmm. is always going to be best for your brand and for your marketing. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that niche area is always going to limit you. It's 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 just a it's it's just your base it's just you know it's just where you're batting from but you get to choose how you you know if i use the sports analogy of you know running the bases you you know you make your way around the bases when when, yeah. when the time comes um and so i think that having that very open mind you know and um you know even if it is that that self-actualization that maslow talks about um means that you're always kind of growing and stuff i just I'm, my my concern for some people when they talk about oh you know what's the use of learning X Y Z at school is yeah. that that kind of reminds me a little bit more of a fixed mindset because you know we shouldn't 
disregard really anything that happens because is is it not that things happen in our lives that whilst at the time you know that adversity might not seem very pleasant or nice yeah at, at some point later on you'll realize that that experience has actually helped you or benefited you in some ways yeah, I that's interesting. You see, because when I was in school, in high school, I, I couldn't, and I, I think my best day of my teenage years was that, was that last day at high school. Was I, I took the exam, and, and I was a little bit, I was kind of a little bit of a rebel, not a real rebel, but I, I, I was enough of a rebel not to be, um, I think, so I, I went to an all-boys school in England. We went to a grammar school, and, and, and the expectation was you, you went up to university. Um, but I think that the accepted expectation for me was no, <laughs> right? That, that wasn't going to happen. Um, and, and I remember, I remember kind of almost walking from the, um, walking very quickly to, right from the exam room. Um, and, and the, and the moment I crossed the gate. Oh, the moment you crossed uh, the gate. Kind of abandoned it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, you know, but. I, I was so glad to be out, you know, and then um, and I, I came across the gates and I undid my tie and shoved it in my bag. And, and of course, right, as a kid in like the 80s, you know, I picked out all the black, right, all the coloured jeans, there was lots of like black scenes in the tie anyway. Um, but I, and I had a little Spitfire, right, my little triumph Spitfire. Oh, awesome car. Uh, anyway, um, and so I remember driving that around the car park. I'd drive it onto the school grounds and drive it around the car park because it was, you know, that was my way of sticking it to the man. You know, give it right, give it to the headmaster that one last time. Um, I just I couldn't connect. I just couldn't from from, a, from that learning standpoint at school. I just I couldn't connect. But when I was in scouts and I and I, and I was in scouts from from cubs all the way up to ventures from you know all the way up through to I guess kind of like eight nine right and and then all the way through to twenty. I mean I loved that. That would I mean that, I lived for that. And and I was with a great bunch of people. So you're learning all sorts of different skills. Um, you know, I mean, kind of from from tying knots to right fire lighting to digging trees, but I mean, right, I mean, it's kind of stuff you do. But, but there's all sorts of different things that you learn there, and there's a whole kind of team building and, and being in the pack and being a leader in the six and everything. But when you're you're doing something with it, you know, you, you're you're learning about all these different knots and tension points, and then the whole point is is that you build build this massive frame and and, and then you build a zipline. That's the whole point, right? You, you're out for a week, and you start building, and you cut that, you cut down the trees, right? You cut down the the, the, the poles, right, to build the frame, and then you 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 knot everything up, and then you actually use it, and 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 that's the and at school I just I didn't get that connection, right? I'm learning this because well I don't care about algebra, and at the end of the day, right? I mean, I mean there's a joke that you know I kind of math kind of gets lost when they started introducing right the alphabet, to, and I'm that way, right? I'm not mathematically inclined, but if you give me a um, if you give me a failing project and say, hey, here's a napkin, um, my project's not doing too well, and I think maybe this is why, right? Like maybe, maybe kind of Bob's not quite pulling his weight, or we've just got so much paperwork. Well, I can take that little napkin, right, with, with a half scribble on it, and I'll go away and I will build you out a plan. And but it's a completely different type, and for me, it's a completely different type of troubleshooting. That, that like I say, that problem solving. But there was just no connection there for me at school.
which adds a certain irony because my, my dad, my uncle, were like you're working at a university, you, you know, you're in higher education, right? You know, they teach people there. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm so pleased that you shared that with me because it helps me understand. Um, you know, obviously I kind of live and breathe education, you know, I'm about learning, but not just, um, you know, because I know that learning can be the, the terminology you've been thrown around a lot, but a, a lot of what I do do has come from that education kind of background. Um, and so I do completely fully appreciate that um, the conventional school system and the classroom kind of way of teaching is, is quite outdated. Um, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't work for the majority. Unfortunately, it still stays quite present in, in a lot of places. There's a lot of changes happening, you know, more open classroom kind of learning and, um, you know, there is a lot more diversity kind of coming into play. And, and that's something that, um, you know, a lot of the educators are talking about. They're, they're trying to fix it, trying to change things up, or always bringing in technology and stuff like that. So things are definitely changing. But the one part that I can't help but hear is is the fact that uh, that experience, almost that, as I said, that that adversity in terms of, you know, being at a boys' grammar school is got to be tough. Like it's, I've I've just got to say, like it's, you know, the fact that you said that you walked out and you like, you know, I'm free kind of thing. Um, you know, it's so different from my experience where, you know, I went to a, a, a Catholic all-girls school. So, you know, not, I've got to be honest, not the most at times friendliest place, you know, girls, teenage girls oh, yeah. be quite, you know, a particular way. Um, but, yeah. but then again, maybe I'm that type of person that likes to be institutionalised because I found <laughs> comfort. I found comfort in school. Like my, that was my happy place. I was... Yeah. The most, you know, I was the most at peace and, you know, I like that structure and stuff like that. So, you know, the fact that I'm so, I can be so different to, you know, to people I talk to, I love that because I love the fact that we can, you know, that doesn't change the fact that we can still connect and understand one another as human beings. So whilst our... It's funny because I, I think as kids, we, we'd have been just at either end of the spectrum, right? <laughs> Because I, I got this picture there, right? We, we used to, right, that, that you like kind of school and stuff. And I, I could see you being kind of like in the front half of the class, like almost sort of, right, right, big, big, big. Uh, I shouldn't say teacher's pet, but you know what I mean? But, but I mean, kind of like being down near the front. And of course, I'm one of those bad boys sitting in the back, right, with his feet up on the desk and, right, chewing up little bits of paper and putting them in the pen and using it like a blow dart. And, yeah. Uh, well, it, it's funny that you say that because I was one of those people in the back but oh, I wasn't cool. one of those people in the back, but when I say in the back of the science classroom, like when we were in the science lab, I was in the back there. Um, I was never, yeah, I was never, um, I was a wallflower. So in terms of, so I love school, but I love to yeah. be invisible. Like that was my, that was my thing. So yeah. it, it was that, that thing. So, so, but yeah, I mean, you know, I would have, yes, you're right. We wouldn't, we would have never have come across one another because I just, I just would have, my, yeah, my preference would have always just to, to been staying behind, which is, and, and you're right, it's interesting how life changes because, it is. 
because as you said, you're now working in higher education. And I love it. I, I'll be honest with you, it, it, it's great because I think, well, there's a couple of things with it. And, and one is because for the most part, um, the universities are pretty open. I mean, I mean, there's, and I've always been in, in departments where there's a lot of work to do, right? So, so it's not this thing if you roll in at 10 and you go home at three after a two hour lunch and stuff, you know, um, which is a little bit of that kind of perception where you, you're working in high res. Um, but there is an openness, and, and particularly when in, some, in that earlier position where we had the student employees coming through. And we had that opportunity to learn. And so you, you've got an opportunity to see people grow. And so they go from being, um, I mean, I remember there was one person and they were very quiet. Um, like I said, I mean, the wall flare. And I mean, really, they, they kind of prefer to be, you know, sort of six inches inside the wall. That was kind of where they were. But then by the time they left, they were such an integral part of, of the team and the culture um, and the things that they were doing. It, it was just, it was very, it was very satisfying to, to, to see that person's growth. And some of the, you know, I, I, as a manager, you can kind of keep your own horn a little bit and go, hey, this happened because of the things I did. But realistically, more, I mean, more than anything, I, as a manager, you put those foundations in place. And you say, okay, this is where we would like to go. This is why I'd like us to get there. Okay, how can we get from A to B? Um, oh, you'll see my cat for a minute. <laughs> um, and so I that, yeah anyway he, he doesn't always like to show his face he likes to kind of right another side anyway, yeah um, but yeah so, so, so right we say hey we'd like to improve the culture right we'd like to be more open you know we want to be known for because we're professional because we're knowledgeable and so you set those foundation blocks but then it's everybody else in the team that, that we're all doing that work together, right? Because they're proud of the work that they do. They're, um, you know, I'm answering their questions for them. You know, if they've got a new idea for doing something, we're going to do it, if, if it makes sense. I'm not one of these people where, hey, here's my idea. This is what we're doing. Good or bad, this is what we're doing. It's like, no, I mean, typically, right? That little bit of kind of, I guess, that introverted side is, hey, I've got this idea. I think it's terrible. Can you help me fix it? Um, but it's this of it's more more naming. It's like, hey, here's our starting point. Here's where we want to end up. Here's the, here's the journey. This is why I'd like us to get there, so that everybody can, like, say, right, everyone can understand that bigger picture. But hey, I've got some ideas for the in between pieces. Can you help fill them in for me? And then because you've got all these different people with with different strengths, they're all going to bring something different to different to that result. And you actually find then, and that's the one thing that I found is that you come up with an idea and once you, you've given it to the team and, and you've opened up the door and said, hey, can you write, give me some feedback? The idea that you've got now is so much better than that original one with just one person coming, right? Just kind of thinking of it and going, right, this is the way we're moving forward. It's like, no, you, you, you've got to be very collaborative and open. It, it, it's all about that partnership. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, I think that um, that, that collaboration wouldn't happen mm -hmm. or wouldn't be possible without... Um, effective communication um, and you know that's it's pretty uh, you know and when I when I say that word uh, relating to you Paul I, I, I still think of this you know the sponge and I still think of you know those because you're 
you're allowing them there to be other talking points, um, <laughs> which will then perhaps lead and open up to um, certain things that maybe you may not find with people if you're always just talking about work or you're just um, always kind of having that um, uh, that focus, which um, I think we both appreciate, particularly on LinkedIn, which is a professional platform, you know, some of the best conversations about work come mm -hmm. from talking about something else first. Yeah, but it's not all. I, it's not all work, right? I mean, I mean, it, it's like I say, it's about people. Yeah. Um, and that's, I think I, that's the thing that I've taken differently this time around with LinkedIn. Is like you say, is that you're getting those different viewpoints um, and those different talking points. And certainly, certainly some of that is because you know, as, as having that kind of introverted thing. There, there are times where I like to be quiet. Um, but there's also times too as a manager where you need to be quiet um, and you because you're there you're there um, not to give a direction but you're there to help the team come right the team in general come their opposing views or whatever it doesn't matter the fact is again it comes down to this um, situation you know that expectation here right there you go um, that expectation that, right, be flexible, right? So you just go with whatever happens. Yeah. Um, but it, that idea that people have a voice and that they're listened to. Um, and so that's what it's all about because then you get buy-in, right? Because at the end of the day, I'm a lazy individual. I'm a lazy toad, right at the very heart of it, right? So you're not going to see, like my, my perfect job would be, right, perfect job description is um you know able to sit and do nothing for hours you know and, and and can 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 put off till next semester what could be done today so i have to right so i have to work really really hard at my, at my natural tendency see my, my father would my father used to say i was so laid back i was horizontal yeah <laughs> but but that's right <laughs> that's my school thing right because i'd much rather be doing other other stuff but um but the other stuff is it, it's working with people. It, it's building out that right. It's building documentation that people can use, and that kind of automates itself. Um, and so, really, at the end of the day, what what it comes one of the things it comes down to is how can I help this project be successful? But an underlying thing with this, and so if we just look at this from from the individual standpoint, right? From my standpoint, hey, I'm the project manager. A little bit of right, a little bit of history. Like say, right, that idea of the seat warmer. I don't want to be that seat warmer, right? I want to be. I don't want to be that person where, well, hey, the project was successful. That, but that was because we had a great bunch of programmers and the client was awesome. We don't need the project manager, right? Or if the project fails, then you know, hey, project manager, you didn't do your job, right? So, so as a project, as a PM, you're very much in that kind of thankless role. Right. Um, that might be a slightly pessimistic view of it, but. Um, and then where I was at, sort of at a very kind of like transformational point in my career, um, there were a couple of phrases that came up and one was from a bunch of programmers and they said, we want project management, but not the project manager. You know, so, so they want the structure, right? They want agile and, and all of the good things that come with that and from being organized, but they don't want that bureaucratic, right? They don't want that, 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 bureau, that bureaucracy and the clipboard and the, that, that comes with it. Um, and another phrase was, 
you know, the, the project managers are nothing but misrepresenting or misinterpreting middlemen. So again, right, it, it's that seat warmer part. So if I'm there, how can I bring value to the team? How can I bring value to the project? How can I help the client? How can I help the team to move forward? You know, how can I help the project be successful? And so a lot of that then comes back down to how can I make my life easier? So as a project manager, I've got, a, I've got my list of work to do. So here's all my different phases that, that we've got. Here's all the dependencies that I've got. Here's all the risks that I've got. Now, how can I help right, the teams to get through their work? Because if the team gets through their work, then my life as a project manager is easy. Right? My life is, is a lot easier now. And so you can look at this be helpful from two perspectives, right? Particularly right from that I should be helpful, but right, you can look at it from two perspectives. And so that one perspective being kind of, I guess, that sort of altruistic, that external viewpoint, um, which is, okay, well, how can I help others? If I'm helpful, if I have these good keystone habits, you know, so that people want to come to, to work with me because they know that my documentation is set, they know I'm flexible, that I'm open to new ideas, that, um, you know, I'm calm, that I always have a backup plan you know things like that um so that's kind of that external view but the internal view of being helpful too is how can i make my life easy which ultimately at the end of the day is so that how can i so that i'm not having to chase everybody up to do their work because then at that point you become that misinterpreting middleman you become that bureaucratic individual so by helping the team and by helping the client to to deliver that project that we all want where i'm helping both myself and i'm also helping others at the same time um, so realistically, it's one of those where it's more the end result is that I'm helping myself, but the goal is to help others so that there's no surprises so that everybody understands what, what's going on. You know? Well, I really do think that that really, it, that, that sums it all up, doesn't it? In, in the fact that, you know, uh, like a, a, a game of chess, you know, you, yeah. you, know, you know exactly where the pieces what moves you need to take to you know to 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 win the game you know and that's only in its most basic form um you know but just like in chess uh and in life and in with the teams that you work always bearing in mind the the people that you um work with and um and seeing them for really who they are is 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 crucial so i've you know, it's it's been, you know, we've we've talked about some really great things, and I guess, um, you know, in all your experience, Paul, what's the, you know, at this point and at this stage of your career, um, you know, if if you had one piece of advice to give someone, you know, because there are a lot of young professionals who like to listen to podcasts. Um, and maybe interested in, in, in venturing into project management. Um, if you had to give one piece of advice on top of everything that you've already discussed, what, what would that be for a, a, an inspired, you know, up and coming young professional who's, who's, who's perhaps looking to even, even possibly um, get into the area that, that you're in, in, in higher education? Do it. That, 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 that's the first piece of advice. Do it. Seriously. Um, project management, change management. Oh, it's awesome. I love it. I, I really do. I, I get a huge amount of satisfaction. And so think about, 
I think perhaps the biggest piece of advice, again, it comes down to that people make a difference, right? It's people, not the policies and the process. The process and the policies, they're there to give that underlying infrastructure, right? I mean, that's, it's just kind of a little bit of how you do stuff, it, right? It comes back to documentation, right? So the, the documentation is there so that everybody knows what's going on and you can understand and everyone understands what needs to be done. So it's very clear. But the problem is, is that we, we then stick a lot of extra bureaucracy and red tape on top of that, which a lot of the times doesn't need to be there. Um, and so I guess a whole bunch of pieces of advice. The big one, yeah, do it, right? Just do it. it it's a very satisfying and rewarding career, right? Fixing people's problems. That, cause really that's what it is. You're helping to solve a problem, right? I mean, I mean, we talked about hacks a little earlier, but, um, Right, but I mean, as a business analyst, you're you're defining a problem, right? You're helping to define a problem, and then you're helping to find a solution. As a project manager, you're now on the flip side of that coin, because now you're helping to define that solution, but then deliver it, right? So you're helping to deliver and fix a problem, or help an organization move forward. Mm. And then the change manager part of that is you're helping everybody that, that's going to be impacted by that to get excited about the change. And so, those, right? I mean, I mean, those those are the parts behind it. So I say yes, do it. People make a difference, and just be flexible in your approach. Mm. Well, I think that those tips are just um, they're crucial, and they're um, and they're something to 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 ponder because um, you know it's always a starting point um, to to start the thinking process because it never ends there. It's all, it is all a process. So, um, you know, if there was anyone who wanted to kind of reach out to you, where, where is the best place for people to, to kind of find you Paul? Yeah. LinkedIn, LinkedIn's a good spot. Um, I believe I'm the only Fleming McCullough out there. (laughs) You find in the search, right? I actually, I I come at the top of the search. (laughs) <laughs> right uh, there you go um yeah there or yeah linkedin really that that's the big one so yeah connect follow i'm very happy right even just send me a message um yeah i'm out <clears throat> always out and about trying to comment on more and more people's people's posts that's something i'm I'm trying to do is is um just learn some more right yeah, well, through your learning, you know, and showing that support is really, really important. It's, it's, you know, it's the LinkedIn community wouldn't exist without content creators, without people who comment, without people who support. Um, and it's, um, it's an all-growing um, and developing platform. It's uh, full of great people. Like the, the frequency of um, any sort of negativity is very, very 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 slim uh and that yeah, kind of stuff really very often. no and and people don't really tolerate it much anyway so you know we're there to to inspire and lift one another up um and as you say it's that learning there's that constant learning and that's um that's uh, you know it, it's great to see i think social media be used for this kind of purpose as opposed to um you know stuff that's a little bit more I don't know, artificial and, and superficial, yeah. may I say. So, um, you know, so I think that on that very positive note, um, you know, let's draw this to a close. Thank you so much for your time, Paul. I've really enjoyed our chat. Um, yeah, and, um, it's been a lot of fun. 
it has been it really has been and it's um it just proves to everyone that um you know before today paul and i had not met like uh in terms of a face to face um but we had chatted and got to know each other really well through the linkedin post so um you know another obviously plug for how how good linkedin is um you know not that i work for them but you know just just to bear it in mind and to and to know that um that that community exists uh and it continues to grow so you know as as paul said reach out to to him through linkedin um and um and you'll see a lot more of his comments and and, and content as as time goes on absolutely it will it'll be there all right fantastic you have a great day thanks for that paul hey thanks a lot elizabeth it's been a lot of fun i've thoroughly enjoyed it me too.